0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, Sai from Ace Podcast Nation. You can keep up to date with what's coming up on Twitter, Acecast at AceCastNation, Nation, and our Facebook page. Come like, follow, all that type of jazz. Uh, All our latest shows and videos will go to YouTube, to the YouTube channel first. So hit the subscribe button and uh, then hit the bell to get notifications so you get a notification every time we upload a video. Uh, So as we're all super bloody hyped for Avengers Endgame, uh, we thought we'd do three mini-podcasts discussing each of Marvel's uh, phases for their 10-year masterpiece of storytelling. Uh joining me for this is my buddy from the conspiracy theory shows, Reese. Say hi Reese. Hi everyone. This is gonna be good stuff. Um so unlike the other shows we done, which were longer, um, and obviously all the guests I've had where I've been like prepared and I've sort of planned out where I'm gonna go. We're just gonna go through the films bit by bit and uh see where it takes us I suppose but like it was a decade ago that it all started and uh, like my youngest kid he wasn't even born when Iron Man 1 came out and like he's obsessed with them and he's hyped as freaking hell for uh, Endgame but he wasn't even born when they started so it it shows you how long and uh, intertwining they've been And that's It's no easy feat Like not many TV series go 10 years Let alone like a film Series With load of TV series Intertwined into it That in itself is uh, Quite the achievement if you ask me What do you reckon? Totally mate it's... Marvel
1: has revolutionised Film industry, TV industry. Look how many TV series spin-offs they've had. Granted, most of them haven't worked. But people, as soon as Marvel release anything now, everyone's all over it. No matter. Oh, yeah. what. And, it's... Well, and, you know, we've got to be fair, not everything Marvel has done has been that great. There's been a few little clangers in there, haven't
0: there? Oh, yeah. But you know what? Like, I like all the TV shows. The, I thought, the I ones where like, it's the <laughs> films. She... the odd film, which I haven't been that impressed with, but uh, I like all the my, all the Netflix shows, and I like I love a, I love um, Agents of Shield as well. It's got better and better every season. That's my favourite one. But, but okay. I give you look Like DC have tried to uh, tried to copy it, and they yeah. just haven't been able to do it. So like that shows in itself how hard it is to do. Because arguably they had bigger, more well known characters to start with. If you get like where Marvel totally. started in 2008, they didn't have like a Batman and a Superman and all that type of thing. Like Iron Man was a relatively obscure character.
1: Yeah. And he introduced us to the Marvel Universe.
0: Oh, yeah. And like the thing is, as well, is like, like when I was a kid. I wasn't really into like comics and that, and it's only since 2008 that I've really got into them. And like I watch various like YouTubers and stuff who talk about all the Easter eggs and the stuff coming, yeah. which links them to the comics and that. But like I it, like from by all accounts, Iron Man's not like a, he's not like a Batman or a. a Superman or someone like that who was really, really famous and was like a massive, had a huge comic book run, but then now he is obviously because he's like the main guy, in it, but like when, when we were younger, mate. Let's be honest,
1: there was only three superheroes you ever wanted to be: Batman, Superman, Spider Man. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and when that was we, it. Then one of them I, that was Marvel. I
1: didn't know Marvel and DC and all this. They were just three superheroes to me.
0: Yeah, that's it now.
1: But as I grew up, then I kind of figured DC is an adult Marvel. DC is not family friendly.
0: Yeah, they just and then and then in the end they got like caught between. They didn't know whether they wanted to be for adults or families, and they got sort caught in the middle, and it wasn't very good.
1: I think they got scared by Marvel and tried to compete. They should have just kept doing their own thing. Yeah,
0: definitely, mate. So. so Pete Marvel. Yeah, that's it. have got no chance now, especially. Although, the best, uh, best non Marvel comic book show I've seen is Umbrella Academy. That was fucking awesome. That was uh, amazing. I will be honest, mate.
1: But, weirdly, well, can you explain why it was amazing? Nobody can. But we need to save this for that podcast.
0: That's yeah, yeah, funny. I know. I was going to say, we're going to review that in like a couple of weeks when we've watched the again. Sizes, aren't we? <laughs> It was fucking awesome, mate. Honestly, it's I really one of my favourite TV shows over the last couple of years. But right, huh? anyway, getting dis- distracted. I got to keep yeah. this to half out. Okay. <laughs> okay, so 2008, Iron Man come out. I didn't watch it at the time. I think I watched it about a year later, and I remember when I watched it, I just watched it because it was something. I was just something to do. Like I think I had my accident. So I had an accident in July 2008. So, like, the following year, I was on yeah. crutches and using a wheelchair now. So I was, like, looking for films to watch, come across this. And I was, it was really good, so I enjoyed it. And then all of a sudden, right at the end, the credits, like, Samuel L. Jackson turned up. And I was like, hang on a minute, you were in the fucking film. Yeah. So I, had to go, I went and Googled why was Samuel L. Jackson in there, only in the credits, like. Because at that point, I didn't know anything about Marvel and, like, I knew that it was a Marvel character, but I didn't know what they were planning and what was coming. And I went and had a yeah. look and they were like, oh, it's Nick Fury. And I recognised that name and then I just went down the rabbit hole a bit then and got cracking. Yeah, and then
1: uh, uh, but Iron Man didn't really sort of introduce us to Marvel as such. It was just, oh, that was a good film, man. He's cool. And then we got introduced to Marvel. What what was next? Was it Hulk? Yeah,
0: Captain America, it. I think. I oh, know. It was... It was uh, so it we went... I've got a list in front of me now. So it was Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Four yeah, Captain, Captain America,
1: America, and then the
0: Avengers, Avengers yeah. which was like fever. I was, by the time Avengers come out, mate, I was like fever pitch.
1: Yeah, I was hooked. Other than... And until Mark Ruffalo, I couldn't stand anyone who played the Hulk, mate. So I'm not gonna lie; they they ruined them films.
0: Yeah, I quite like. See, I quite like the another um, one with uh, what's his face who left.
1: Oh, well, that Edward Norton played one, didn't he? And uh,
0: that's it. I see, I, quite, I don't like him, and he was I thought he was dreadful. Like, but the who one
1: the Aussie, Aussie one,
0: uh, Eric Banner. Okay. I said, played yeah. him. I really like him. He was good in
1: Chopper as well. I like Eric Banner as, well, he's a stand-up comedian, isn't he? And he played Chopper. I like him in there, but Hulk, no. But Ruffalo has nailed it. Yeah, well, and I think he is with
0: obsessed. the Eric yeah, yeah, he is, he's really um, coming to his own with it. And like, yeah. he's worldwide, well, you know, he's a worldwide star now as well. He yeah, made it his he own.
1: He showed, with the Eric the Bruce Banner Hulk struggle as well. None of the others did.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, you could feel, especially over the last couple of films, yeah. you could feel him more now. Especially whereas the Avengers. It was always. I think um, I liked the Eric Banner one as like a standalone, just a, just a film. I thought it was all right. I quite like him and I quite like the story. But it's a shame that they had like the Edward, Edward Norton and they had the dispute and stuff with him because they haven't bothered with any of the characters from the from that Hulk film, yeah. which they probably would have used over the last couple of years, like the woman, like uh, Betty Ross, and who plays yeah. like is in all the comics and all. Like Hulk was the one I was more aware of when I was younger.
1: Yeah, everyone knew Hulk was, didn't they? Wow, Lufaringo,
0: yeah. and like. Obviously, it was always like, uh, oh, fuck's sake, sorry, mate. Um, it was always like the Betty Ross, like the daughter of his arch enemy, was like his love interest, always. Yeah, and I thought Liv Tyler did a really good job, and I liked um, Tim Roth as well as uh, abomination, but it was just a shame that Edward Norton. He wasn't dreadful, but he was just, obviously, they, they just didn't use any of the characters then.
1: Yeah, and I, I think they, they overplayed the Hulk a bit, if you get me, even though he is that extreme in things. I think they overplayed him in them. This is, Mark Ruffalo has absolutely nailed it for
0: me. Yeah, and I think when it comes to Endgame, he's going to be like his full... Arc and you know, it is gonna be like the end of his arc of over the last sort of four or five films.
1: Yeah, I, I think we're gonna see a different version of Hulk in Endgame. Oh, because Hulk's never been beat as such. Alright, there was Thor Ragnarok, but he's never, you know, been beat beat. And you know, let's no. be he had a beat down.
0: So after Hulk there was Iron Man 2, and I forgot. Until, the other, when I, I was just looking at clips of Iron Man 1 the other day, they changed the uh, the War Machine uh, actor, didn't they? Yeah. So in Iron Man 1, it was uh, Terrence Howard, and then by Iron Man 2, he was out. So like in, if you think, like in the first two films they made in the MCU, they got rid of Edward Norton, and they got rid of the guy who's playing War Machine. Yeah. So like, I could say, at that point, they might have been thinking, well, this could be... Cursed like we're having a few issues with the main actors. But they you know, they turned it around. I, I, like, know, I
1: they loved... pulled in for their casting, but it's it's all down to them. I mean, even look at the Fantastic Four. They took him away and they've made him Captain America.
0: Yeah.
1: And nah, they I slipped didn't... in a new Fantastic Four film. You know, they totally yeah. changed four characters.
0: And it's weird, because a lot of the actors who are in the MCU, a lot of them are comedy actors. Yeah. Like, Chris Evans was predominantly a, a comedy actor. Yeah. same as, um, what's it called, Ant-Man's guys. You know, he's the same uh, yeah. Paul you know, Red. comedy actors.
1: Friends with yeah. be I think.
0: So, like, even Robert Downey Jr. done quite a lot of comedy films. So, like... Yeah. They've shown a lot of chops with who they've got in. And then um, the woman but, who plays Captain Marvel's, at a, you know, she's done a lot of comedy films. So yeah. they obviously, in their heads, like they're looking for people who've got like the comedy timing, but also can rope you into the story as well. Yeah. The,
1: the comedy side of Marvel is a big, big part of it, isn't it? Let's be fair.
0: Yeah, and the, the the way they do it is they do like a bit there's like a bit in there for the kids, but there's also like a yeah. wink adults as well, Now, I
1: think the first Avengers perfectly balance the comedy action.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I mean there I to that
1: to... ultimate bit in it where the bit where Hulk punches Thor where they stood there, you know, best mates and then Hulk just punches him. And yeah. that scene there, that, that's gonna go down as legendary. Everybody talks. Yeah. About
0: seen after the film. And uh, and when he um, slams uh, Loki down. Loki,
1: that is a puny god.
0: Yeah. I so love amazing. it. So, like, after Iron Man 2, you had Thor, and I, Kenneth Branagh uh, directed it. Yeah,
1: the and first.
0: He, um, I didn't realise, when again, when I was looking at the clips, he made um, Chris Hemsworth dye his eyebrows blonde in the first one because he wanted like this authentic Nordic yeah. look and uh, it looks really weird like now because obviously he added in the first one and then as they pre- changed their actors and whatever they haven't wanted the same look and it just looks weird man it just looks he's got look, these bright blonde eyebrows I'm gonna um, be, just, like i got to be honest I've never even noticed that yeah, well I didn't know about it it's only until I went back and was looking at some of the clips recently but like the, the crazy first yeah, film, you can
1: change a character and you can so quickly adapt to it like when they cut off Thor's hair within 10 minutes of the film it was as if he'd always had short hair
0: yeah it's weird isn't it it's crazy but the um, I think like I Man 1 I, I enjoyed Incredible Hulk would have been good if they could have had Ruffalo in there Iron Man 2 I did like Iron Man 2 I I like uh, the fact that they brought in Black Widow and they brought in Don Cheadle as well to play War Machine yeah. and you had just Justin Hammer as like the sort of bad guy and the whiplash and stuff as a baddie so by this point I was like yeah I like these films I really really like them and I think after Iron Man 2 was when I got my kids watching them even yeah. though they weren't Quite old enough, or so two of them weren't like they. And then
1: they four watched, was the
0: first. my kids
1: are four and six, and they've seen almost all of them, and they absolutely
0: yeah. love it. matters. You, they just can't get enough of it, but right? we called four our
1: dog Odin.
0: Never... you yeah?
1: we've called our dog Odin.
0: Excellent, that's a good name, mate. Yeah, yeah, my. Uh, we named my dog. 2009, so like just missed it. Otherwise, he I think she would have been ended up being somewhere similar. Yeah, uh, so Thor was the first film in the first phase, anyway, where I was like, Yeah, this is the shit. I love this. Yeah, I really, really liked it. You get introduced to Colson in like a bigger part. Yeah, I think he was in a couple of the others, like just in and out sort of thing. But this was the first one where he was in it for uh, a, a yeah. you know, like a big length of time. And he's he's again a really funny guy. Tom yeah. Hiddleston's amazing. And not oh, a master class. Like but... Yeah, it's, um, I like Idris Elba as well. Like, and it's got so he's got so many good actors in it. But they play sure. like.
1: You've Actors. just nailed it there. Thor was the first one that really brought in so many, like, how can you put it, big characters in the same film.
0: Mm. But yeah, if, there was just loads of them on that.
1: Usually, if you have too many characters or heroes or whatever it might be, it just doesn't work. There's too many stories going on and whatever it might be. But Thor, they nailed it with that one, and then they just built on it, built on it, built on it.
0: Yeah, because you had, like, with um, Thor, you had, like, Odin and um, his mother, uh, who was played by Rene Russo, R- 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 Rene Russo and you had um, the Doctor, and you had um, Idris Elba, obviously, and you had Tom Hiddleston, Chris Hemsworth, but then you also had Hawkeye come in. He wasn't in a like, hugely. We just introduced him to it when the hammer was in the ground and he was up in like the crow's nest when Thor first went to try and lift the hammer when he'd had his powers taken off him. Yeah. And like it was just a little introduction. Didn't need to be a massive part of the film, just introduced him. There you are, he's there. He's part of a shield. And you had a bigger field for shield, I think, as well in Thor. Because in Iron Man 2 like Black Widow was like undercover as working for Tony Stark she wasn't Black Widow she was like his secretary or whatever yeah and i think it's only towards the end when you get like i'm not even sure if that's Iron Man 2 where he find no it must be Iron Man 3 uh, yeah it is Iron Man 2 and where he, she's like undercover and then but, when yeah. he has a crisis conscience to me and then she sort of turns out or Fury turns up and uh, is like giving it, it tells him what well, the score and what's going on but yeah Thor Thor's good because he gets stripped of his powers and then he's got to get him back and you have the big fight at the end and then <clears throat> following Thor you had Captain America the first Avenger now this is the one film out of all of them that my kids are not fussed on because I think it's because it's set in like you sort of first world war, or whatever. And I think they struggle to get into it as much. They have watched it a couple of times, and they yeah, like Red Captain
1: it was more um, of an introduction to a character than the big film Marvel usually makes it. I think.
0: Yeah, and I think it was not so much. It was an introduction into Steve Rogers and the type of person he is rather than the superhero Captain America. Yeah. Does that make sense? There's that one bit at
1: the beginning isn't it, when he's doing the training, and uh, he drops the flagpole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that bit there, that That shows the person he is, and the confidence in him at the same time.
0: Yeah, and then you've got like, the bit in the alleyway where he's taking a beating and he says, um, I could do this all day. And then they obviously they call back to that a couple of times throughout yeah. all the film in civil war, I know what definitely call back to that, and like he dives on the grenade in the train him on that yeah so like but it's a fake grenade that the when they're trying to find candidates for this super soldier serum, yeah and uh he just dives on it without thinking and uh i the thing I always Amazes me about it Is the work Like the uh, The special effects To make him really skinny And Amazing uh, That is how they do that it, But he, it's like Even he You don't face... realize like, How skinny he was Like Until you Go back And watch If you watch the clip Where he Goes in the big tube And They inject it And all that And he has the And he goes from like Tiny To Like Ripped And buff And he's like Difference is phenomenal, yeah. And I think that's not only have they revolutionised film and storytelling over the last sort of ten, eleven years, but they've also revolutionised special effects.
1: Yeah, the Just, CGI in films now is it's immense, isn't
0: it? like the CGI in all the Marvel films is incredible because it doesn't look like CGI when you're watching no. it.
1: The Hulk, so, the Hulk is the prime example of it. You. you it almost makes you believe that's a real person there. You're watching, you know. Yeah, just, because
0: you've yeah. lost in the story, which obviously is a credit to the actors. But like, you know, some films you could be watching and you couldn't. You like, you might be into it, but you just notice the special effects. Yeah, because you, you know there might be the colours or the graphics or whatever it may be. Just something catches your eye, but like you watch these films and you just think, just you're just watching the story, like, and the actors. Performance story So obviously uh, Captain America Got his powers Faces Red Skull Red Skull disappears In uh, Right at the end Yeah we never see him But we don't see him I should have said At the start Careful for spoilers But I mean To be honest You know If you haven't watched If they're like, like, a Marvel yeah, fan
1: They've seen every single film That's out
0: Yeah I'll say if that. They
1: haven't Shame on you
0: Indeed So then 2012, Aven- the Avengers came out in America. It was called Avengers Assemble, but uh, oh no, yes, yeah. in the UK it was called Avengers Assemble, but everywhere else it was called The Avengers or Marvel, The Avengers. But this was just an incredible film. It was just awesome mm-hmm. to start to finish. And I remember watching it with my kids and like the first sort of first half of it where they keep popping up on screen. Like, all of them, like, one by one. And they were like, oh, my God, there's, there's so-and-so, there's so-and-so, there's so-and-so. And I just remember watching them get progressively more excited as we were watching it. Yeah. And then, I'll, be, I mean,
1: I'll get, be honest, when Avengers first came out, I doubted it. I didn't think it was going to work with all these superheroes together. But it absolutely blew it out of the water. And I, think it's I remember because... coming to cinema and I've never felt that good coming out into the cinema since Darth Vader told Luke he was his dad. I was just blown away.
0: Yeah, it was just phenomenal. And like, just the way... And I think a big part of it is the majority of... or a lot of people who watched Avengers had watched the five or six films before. So they didn't have to waste time doing origin stories and building up the characters and why they're this and why they're that. They it's just bunch like, they it. just told the story of the Avengers and they just linked perfectly to different parts of all the other different films. Yeah, it was like the Tesseract or Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch, um, Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow and. Do you know what I mean? Like they yeah, just
1: it's within like the first 10 stimulus. minutes of this film, bang, the enemy's there, and the fight started because we knew, like you say, who every single person was already.
0: Yeah, and you had anybody, it wasn't just action for action because in the first scene, like Loki comes and takes the Tesseract and takes a, like mind controls Hawkeye and the Doctor. But also, you see the Tesseract straight away. So you're like, oh, I've seen that in Captain America. Yeah, and, and then you're like, oh, I've seen Hawkeye and Iron Man too, And so even if I still think you must be mad to like not have watched all of the Marvel films. But equally, you could easily have just watched it.
1: Yeah, and just you know, get the character straight away sort of thing. I mean, most people know Loki and Thor are anyway from mythology and school
0: and things. Yeah, 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 and uh, I think Tom Hiddleston's just so good as well. He's he plays Loki perfectly, and he's another one like Hulk, who's had like this perfect long story through multiple films of like started off where he was friends with Hulk, and then really he was jealous, and then progressively through the films, it's like moved to like. At Avengers, now he was like at his fever pitch of hating Thor, but like he didn't hate him. Like he wanted to kill him. He hated him, and he wanted to take like rule Earth to show Thor that he could be this like ruler.
1: Yeah, he wanted to be the better brother, basically, didn't he? Yeah,
0: he was the old legal thing that. All the way around to full circle. So oh, later on. There, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, right. So what's your favourite part of Avengers?
1: Honestly, the, the most, my favourite scene in Avengers is that one I said earlier, where they stood there pretty much after the battle and Hulk punches Thor. That was legendary. It was one of the funniest moments I've ever seen in any film. I remember being in the cinema and the whole place just erupted at that point. And that's when you realised Hulk's cool. He wasn't just the Hulk. At that point there, you were like, bang. That's cool.
0: Yeah, and I think as well that when he smashes Loki. But um, I liked the when Hulk first turns up on the motorbike at the end, and um, Iron Man says to Captain America, right, call it. And he like says, do this, do that. And they do like a spinning shot of them all stood together for the first yeah. time. That's my, I just, That was when I was like, oh, that's like a spine tingling film moment. Yeah. Just yeah. like a film moment. Indeed. So that was phase I'm one. I've got to
1: ask you before we move on. Who is your favourite character?
0: Who's mine? Yeah.
1: On the spot right now. I thought you were going to say Hawkeye then and we were going to end this conversation.
0: See, I do like Hawkeye. I like... uh, He could be no one's favourite. Come on. you're Right there. I am... I like Loki, mate. Yeah? Um, Yeah. I I find it difficult not to gravitate towards him. I just find funny. My
1: favourite is actually Thor.
0: Yeah, I think my missus likes Thor.
1: Yeah. And my
0: kids like Thor.
1: Loki is the best baddie ever, though, for me.
0: Yeah. How can you not? best know, bad is always the one that you can see why they're a bit the relate. way they are. You can relate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But um, I like... Um, that's the thing. It's hard. I like I like some of the newer characters. I like all the guardians as well. They're my yeah, they're my favourites, to be honest.
1: Mike my, my kids level, ever, I mean. Rocket and Groot, amazing characters to introduce. Groot especially,
0: like the, the perfect toy company dream they were, weren't yeah. they?
1: As soon as them characters come up, did you notice Disney went? Wow, we're having all you lot.
0: Yeah, they just toys we um so I bought the kids like they got the, the helicarrier and stuff when they were younger yeah and oh, it's like the best toy ever the helicarrier it's just like this massive thing I had a load of fun with that yeah kids um, of my kids are
1: into the dressing up of it we got all kinds of their outfits yeah mate
0: yeah you gotta have the costumes oh, it's the yeah. easiest world book day ever if you've got like a marvel Marvel fans, were kids, just
1: yeah, we've got them all: Iron Man, Spider Man, Captain America. Um, he's got a rocket one, my boy. Everything,
0: yeah. we got a Vision one we have, have as well, which is awesome. The um, the mask for the Vision Vision co- costume is so detailed, and it's only like it's not like one of the expensive ones; it's just like a cheap one from like Asda's or Tesco's or whatever. Do you know and what? Then... Ask awesome.
1: You've just made me remember when I went to watch the Avengers, I went with my mate Nicola and we went to the opening one, the first screening, and we thought everyone's gonna be dressed up in their costumes and all this sort of stuff. And we said, Oh, we'll chuck whatever Marvel stuff we've got, we'll chuck on. The only Marvel item I had was a pair of boxer shorts that I wore over my jeans. And I thought, Oh man, everyone's gonna be dressed up. We got to the cinema. You think there was one other person, even in a Marvel t shirt, was there bollocks? Just me stood there, boxer shorts outside my jeans.
0: There you go, excellent! Yeah, me, that's appalling.
1: Yeah, it was, mate. (laughs) 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 I loved Nicola as if she was my carer. Yeah,
0: we saw um, uh, Maria Hill as well. in Avengers 1 which she's been quite a, she's been quite a good character that's going who like links up all the TV and films and I think that's what they've done well is is they've used characters like her which people recognize because they're big actors yeah. and actresses and they've used those characters on the TV yeah. shows just to like link it all together and it just that's all people want yeah, TV shows,
1: and oh, over and the last play play. few years, TV shows have become massive, haven't they? Oh, yeah, since pretty, um, I think know. Lost kind of broke that area yeah. yeah. where the TV show became kind of bigger than a film.
0: Mm. Well, I've seen the stuff they've announced for the Disney Plus when that launches later in the year, yes, yeah. like a low-key show and uh, Falcon and um. Falcon and Winter Soldier and uh, what's the other one? Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And they're all, you know, they're going to be like mini TV series, but with the film actors in, which they're just going to be incredible. they going to be forced right. to get Disney, Disney Plus. I'd Obviously
1: love to see Loki hosting a TV show. You know, like a little yeah, talk th- show, but as Loki. I think that would be awesome. <laughs>
0: I think the Loki TV show, though, mate, will be, I think, anyway, it's going to be him, because it's supposed to be something like him travelling through time, influencing, like, world events and stuff. There's a
1: massive backstory to Loki. He's the god of mischief.
0: Yeah, there's loads they can do with that. And I I wonder whether they're going to have him played by, like, someone else, a younger version of him. With Tom Hiddleston voice, like doing voiceovers and stuff. Yeah. I hope they don't. I'd rather see Tom Hiddleston, but that's why I got a feeling they may do.
1: I think they're gonna to have to use a different actor at some point to go back so
0: far, aren't they? Yeah, I suppose there is that. But then there is Asgard, Asgardian. guardian, so like. Uh, he's not though, is he? No, I know he's frost giant. He. No, he's not. Oh, you adopting Asgard- him from where? giant. Asgard- yeah. Right. So that's phase one. We're going to do two other videos, phase two, phase three, and then we'll probably have uh, some Avengers End Game.
1: Before we skip on, do you think Come we should on, end on. each video with a little an end game theory? Should we say?
0: And then you give one. Give us an end game theory. Who do you think... No, I want to ask you
1: a question, and I want your theory here. Who do you think is going to deliver the kill blow to Thanos?
0: Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, I think it's going to be... Without thinking about it too deeply, I think it's going to be Hulk. So, I think because... I think since the end of Age of Ultron... They've been building up his story yeah. over different films because they haven't got the rights to make a solo film without giving money to Universal. Yeah. So they decided to build his, his film, has been mixed over three other films. Yeah. So you had Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron, he went to space, then you had Thor Ragnarok, and then this. I, I, so he's, I think... now, he's now on the redemption, redemption straight of his story, where he's had the big... So if it was one film, this is like the middle of the film where he's had the big knockback where he loses. And then Avengers Endgame is going to be his arc, where the first part of the film, he still won't be Hulk. He still won't be Hulk. Something will happen. Probably Black Widow will get attacked.
1: Yeah.
0: Hulk will come out. Gobind, uh, Stannis will retreat, then they'll have a big battle at the end, and I think he'll give him an ass-whooping. That's who I think.
1: I agree with you, Ed. I think Hulk's going to give him a major ass-whooping. You know, they they got to meet again, haven't they? It's got to happen. But the kill blow for me, I think... I can't narrow it down to one person, but I think it's either going to be Thor or Captain America. Only because their original Avengers... And they're the most honorable of the Avengers. If anyone See. deserves that mantle, it's one of them, too. Like, don't get Iron Man was the first Avenger, and he's, he's probably the most known character as such, but he's nowhere near as honorable as Thor or Captain America.
0: So I think Thor will do it if it involves some sort of time travel. And they go back to the exact moment where he threw the Stormbreaker and hit him in the chest. And then uh, then Thanos says, oh, uh, you should have aimed for my head. And then he disappears. I I could see the end line being, I aim for your head this time. He'll hit him in the head and then he'll say, like, aim for the head this time or something, you know.
1: Yeah. But that's the reason I think Thor... And because of the honor thing, but the reason we're Captain America, I got a funny feeling they're going to kill Iron Man off.
0: Uh, see, I think they're going to cap. I think Captain America's going to die to save Tony. <clears throat> I think to get the. They'll have to. They'll probably go and try and get all there.
1: If Captain America's going to die, I don't think it's going to be saving Tony. I think it'll no, be. No,
0: I, I think they'll. Him and Tony will go to get the Soul Stone, because they're going to try and get all the stones, I'd imagine, well, I'm guessing. They're yeah. going to try and get the stones before Thanos gets them. Those two will go and get the Soul Stone, and then Tony will... Sa- uh, Tony... Captain America will sacrifice himself for Tony. But then I think, well, actually, Tony might sacrifice himself for, to- for Steve, because in Avengers 1, Steve said to him, uh, Tony, that he wasn't the one... Sacrificing himself For the team Yeah Yeah
1: there was that
0: Spinning it either way With both of them I I think
1: Captain America If he's going to snuff it I think it's going to be Saving Pepper And Tony's unborn
0: child Yeah There's so many Different ways Seeing it
1: Yeah But Regarding the soul stone To me It's either going to be The swap soul Is either going to be A body That they somehow You know Connive to do it Or Nebula in The Ultimate mm. Sacrifice, because Nebula's been a bit of a twat, to be honest, up until the last few films.
0: In, um, uh, in the comics, it's Nebula who kills him. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll tease that, but I don't think she'll be the one who kills him. So but I don't if, think she be emotional.
1: Uh, Thanos has been beat quite a few times in the comics, if I'm right, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: By very yeah, yeah. different characters.
0: In one of the Infinity storylines, she killed him. I think Gamora might have killed him as well. Yeah. So they'll Tina, they'll Tifa. Who do you think stays dead?
1: I don't think any of them will stay dead.
0: The End of Avengers. I think any of them are dead.
1: They've got to be in a quantum realm, or they've got to be somewhere.
0: I see. I think Loki's going to stay dead, because he wasn't killed by the stones.
1: Yeah. Unless... That, that's that's what I thought you meant just... The, the ones who have died before, but anyone can be brought back to life.
0: It's true. It's comic book, mate. Anyone can die and come Look back. Look
1: at it? Look at Coulson. Loki, you know, Loki's a frost giant. There's more chance you're going to bring something like that back to life. Colson was just a normal human. Tahiti, baby. Yeah,
0: right. So, like... Uh, so, last quick question for the phase one. Do you yeah. think... That uh, rename really that Quicksilver will come back in Avengers Endgame.
1: I think you're gonna get snippets of them all because I've got a theory on Endgame, <clears throat> and I think we better right, save it. Save save
0: save right, so we've gone 40 minutes now. So, uh, to everyone listening watching. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening, thank you for joining me, Reece. Uh Subscribe to the YouTube channel, like Facebook page, come visit on Twitter, it's at acecast underscore nation. Cheers, guys. Bye, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network.